0: Tech Tuesday time with Andy O'Donoghue. And Andy, tell us what the late Stephen Hawking once said about the potential of full artificial intelligence.
1: He was fearful of it, Matt. And he famously said on the BBC once, the development of full artificial intelligence could spell the end of the human race. It could take off on its own, redesign itself at an ever increasing rate. And humans who were limited by slow biological evolution couldn't compete and would be superseded.
0: Okay, that's the stuff of science fiction, except there's now a claim by an engineer at Google that a Google chatbot is sentient. So I've looked up the definition of sentient. Mm. Responsive to or conscious of sense impressions, the sentient beings, it's being aware or being finely sensitive in perception or feeling. How could artificial intelligence... Be those things
1: Well, there is an industry standard test called the Turing test, which has been around for a long time named after Alan Turing, the famous uh, codebreaker and to pass this test, a computer simulation simply needs to convince you that you are talking to a human and the beginning of this story last week is we know that Blake Lemoyne, um, who's a Google engineer, published some of his conversations with Lambda, which um, is the language model for dialogue applications, which is a Google project. He published some conversations that he that he thought implied that Lambda had become sentient. And so that, to go back to your definition, essentially that this artificial intelligence was feeling. And there's a couple of extracts from the conversations which are fascinating, where Lambda expresses fear and worry that he, she may be turned off, and that would be like death for the AI. So... He has been placed on administrative leave because he leaked, essentially, some information. And that's the reason he's been put on administrative leave. What has captured the world's imagination is what's going on inside organisations like Google, other huge tech companies and even governments where they're developing AI that may be stepping towards sentience.
0: OK, because there's a difference, isn't there, between machine learning and artificial intelligence?
1: There is. And we hear a lot about machine learning in the press at the moment, often in relation to the loss of jobs. Machine learning is where a computer learns to execute a specific task. Very common these days to see it being applied in both legal and accountancy. So it goes through contracts, it goes through um, accountancy, and it finds errors, it finds potential fraud, or it helps... Um, Complete contracts. That's a task that's very easy to teach a computer to do because there are only a certain amount of outcomes. The work around artificial intelligence, though, is far more, I suppose, far more deep in what is hoped to be achieved. Are we trying to create computers that can think for themselves and feel and behave like humans? Well, no, not really although some people, you know, like that idea. What we're trying to do is develop computers that can react intelligently to real-world situations like we as humans do. Okay, but that then requires judgment. And
0: could we end up with computers making faulty judgments like humans do?
1: We could, and I think we will see that, and we have seen it. For instance, there's a lot of projects like this that people... We tend not to hear about the heavy duty work that goes on like this. For instance, we know that since around 2010, the US were working on a battlefield um, artificial intelligence that would reposition satellites and may even be able to intervene in battlefield actions. Um, a couple of years ago I heard Antonio Guterres, Secretary General of the United Nations at the Web Summit saying very, very passionately that under his watch artificial intelligence would not be weaponized. when you hear the Secretary General of the UN saying this, it implies that there is a real fear amongst governments that decisions taken on battlefields and elsewhere in relation to um, state actions could be informed or pushed onto artificial intelligence and that would be really worrying, Matt.
0: Okay, I'm getting into sort of the realms of science fiction here, but let's just <laughs> imagine that AI becomes sentient. So you have, say, a Google Home, which has run off this software, and the Google Home decides it dislikes you. <laughs> so it could actually do things deliberately
1: to get you into trouble. It could do that. Um, you are, uh, I mean, I like how you're thinking. You're stepping down to the the end of the lab at this point. However, this is sort of, as humans, right, we do a very human thing and we place human sort of characteristics on objects or even creatures. For instance, we do it with dogs and cats. We think they miss us and care for us dreadfully and they're very cute and they're thinking ahead, whereas really they just want to get fed. We do it with robots. We've done it since Frankenstein. We did it with the t- Man, We do it with C-3PO. You know, we like to see that sort of stuff in movies. And, of course, humanoid robots combined with artificial intelligence is a huge leap. But could we get there? Well, we will see a huge development over the next particularly uh, seven or eight years. Well, indulge me so,
0: because you quoted uh, Stephen Hawking at the start, and I suppose I used to read and watch enough science fiction in my childhood and youth to have still has an influence over me. But... Could it be that eventually the robots will think that they are more important than us and that they will look to preserve themselves and regard the best ways preserving themselves is to extinguish humanity.
1: It's a fantastic uh fantastic sort of route to go down that conversation. You are getting into um the uh, Isaac Asimov and the three laws of robotics, the third law a robot must protect its own existence as long as they don't conflict with humans. But there is there are some very real sort of ethical questions that have to be dealt with over the next few years. For instance, believe it or not in 2015 an academic, Kathleen Richardson, um, started the campaign against sex robots. And there are organisations who are involved in actively campaigning about the creation of sex robots and the artificial intelligence associated with them. That's for a variety of reasons. But people are beginning to think, well, what if we create intelligence that has an ability to feel are we going to treat it like slavery?
0: Okay, there's a listener who's obviously taking the piss out of me a bit by saying we must be very cautious now. Today, la MDA is expressing fear. Tomorrow it travels back in time and tries to kill Sarah Connor, in reference to Terminator in this. But tell us about the guy who's made these claims, because how credible is he? Or is he now the victim of perhaps an attempt to diminish his standing or could he actually have a point that's worth
1: exploring? I think he has a point that's worth exploring and something that we should always be aware of. I don't think that the Lambda system has turned sentient but there are certainly there's an amount of sort of discrediting of him going on. People are talking about the fact that he you know he grew up in the Deep South. He's 41. Um, he was interested in the occult. He became a mystic priest. Um, a mystic priest? A mystic priest. Okay. Some people would say that that labels him. Others would say well perhaps it just indicates a very open mind but uh, you know the great thing about what he's done and it's annoyed Google of course is that it has started this conversation and it is a conversation that by 2030 the expectation is that AI will be extremely effective and we
0: have to be aware of it because people are concerned that these devices in their home are tracking and monitoring them listening to everything recording everything so if that is true and it's denied but people believe it if it was true, would it not just be a step towards in the future (laughs) these things starting to control your actions and be malign influences and forces. I know I've been watching too much science fiction. Well, but go well, on.
1: Max Tegmark, the physicist at MIT, has a great line. He says, you know, if the machines take over, would it be such a bad thing? You know, they'd be quite efficient at running governments, perhaps. One of the great applications for artificial intelligence that we expect is in relation to climate change and uh, AI's ability to assess weather and population and uh, mineral uh, deposits, all of those things that we think they can help with climate change. But this, man- this is not a new story. I mean, from, uh, um, you know, from Frankenstein right back to ancient Greece. And indeed,
0: a listener says this was the storyline of Age of Ultron from the Marvel movie Sentient AI decided the only way to get world peace was to destroy humanity. Andy Donoghue, thank you for joining us for Tech Tuesday here on The Last Word of Today FM. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here.